from ESPN 1530, from SB Nation, from Cage Side Seats, from the Believe Network, Believe Pro Wrestling. He has to put up with SB3 more than I do, I think. So <laughs> uh, he was at WWE Fastlane. He is Rick Yacino. Rick, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing, doing well. Rick, I have a very important question to yes. open off the show with. Do you feel him, sir? Do you still feel him, <laughs> sir? I do. I do, in fact. I did. I did multiple times. I answered him multiple times. And I made sure to answer Cody Rhodes as well. So, yes, I, 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 I was picking up what he was putting down, shall we say. You felt him multiple times? You this? felt yes. him multiple times? <laughs> Figuratively, <laughs> not literally. What a report. Figuratively, <laughs> Figuratively, not literally. Very important there. <laughs> Look at you all decked out in the Bengals garb as well. I know you're you're working multiple shows right now. We appreciate you. They, they actually won yesterday more. They did. What did I could say about my team? My team with zero wins on the season. <laughs> We're we're rolling, we're cooking this year. Uh, Had a great off season, though. Yeah, great off season. Sure, we traded away what's going to be the number one overall pick. Great job, team. Uh, what'd you make <laughs> last lane overall? Uh, the final impressions from the show. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with uh, with SP3 on this one. I thought it was a very good B level pay per view show uh it had a hot opening with an ending that i i was not expecting i did not pick cody rhodes and jay uso to win the tag team titles and honestly this wasn't something that i i knew i i needed to see until i saw them hanging out in the post media scrum together and just them talking about coming up together and both of them having hall of fame fathers and just you know having separate roads to getting to where they are now as both legit main event competitors in, in WWE. It was really a, a nice way to open the show and then a nice way to close it out with one of the all-time WWE press conference appearances between those two. I know that there haven't been many WWE press conferences. It's still a young, growing process there, but those two together, they, they just work. And uh, that was a nice opening. A lot of great moments. Happy EO Sky retained. I enjoyed that triple threat match. And then the, the last man standing match to close out the show was was really, really good. Uh, I was pulling for Shinsuke Nakamura. Felt like an now or never for him. But Seth continues. Going to be interesting to see where they go with him uh, now moving forward. Do you think Damian Priest should have cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase? Boy, um, yeah. I kind of felt like that's where they were going to go. Because this matchup has not been the main event program on Monday Night Raw at all. Any segment. It's always been closing with The Bloodline and Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, some combination of all of those people involved. While Seth and Shinsuke have been 8 o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour, opening up the 10 o'clock hour on Monday Night Raw, and then all of a sudden, this is the match that closes, and not John Cena, and not LA Knight, and not any Bloodline or Cody Rhodes. I'm like, oh, well, clearly there's going to be a title change involved in some way, shape, or form. And there wasn't. I was I was genuinely surprised by that. I thought by them putting together the press conference at the last minute, we were either going to get to talk to Jade Cargill or there was going to be a world title change. Neither of those things happened. So it was an interesting decision. Good way to close the show. The World Heavyweight Championship should have closed the show. It's the big title on the, on the card, but it just wasn't booked that way leading into the show. So it was, I was a little curious. I thought that would have been a good moment. I mean, 
Seth Rollins' back was destroyed at the end of that thing. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura whooped his ass for a solid 30 minutes. If that's not the time for Damien to cash in, I know he hurt himself in that opener. But, yeah, it just seemed like that would have been a good moment for Damien to do it. Um, interesting to see why they why they didn't go that way. Well, he had he had the injury, Rick. He was he was hobbling around, and Rhea was like, "Nope, now is not the time." I don't understand why doesn't Judgment Day just attack Rollins, and then who cares if Priest is injured? Just let him cash in, right? Off of that, just just like lay him in, like like Mortal Kombat style. Just carry him into the ring and lay him down, and yeah. let Priest just you know who cares? <laughs> Nothing matter. Yeah, I mean, if that's not the way they ultimately decide to do it, I mean, what are we doing here, guys? What was going on with the crowd? Because I, I agree with you. I think the uh, triple threat matchup was good with EO Sky, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. But it just felt like the crowd was just very silent during that. And I felt like it affected the ladies' performance. Because we saw a lot of, like, kind of mistimed spots that, that us watching at home heard the commentary be like, oh, glancing blow. And it was like, no, they didn't hit. It just didn't hit. It felt like the the ladies were thrown off by the crowd response. So what was what was it like for you being there live? Yeah, uh, personally in my section, it was annoying as all hell during that match because the gentlemen who were around me and their commentary uh, was about some of the worst things that you could hear coming out of pro wrestling fans, where it was more about oh she could get it and this that and the other thing, and I'm like guy. You're not funny, and in what universe do you think that that would actually happen? And I, I, I don't know, man. There's just there are just some crowds that respect women's wrestling, and there are some that don't. And last night, or yeah, last Saturday night, excuse me, I don't know what day it is anymore. It seemed like that was a crowd that half the stadium just didn't, unfortunately. Um, but they got up for the some of the big moments. It was louder than what it came off on on TV for sure. And, uh, yeah, look, I thought the ladies went out there and, and had a great performance from, from my vantage point. Uh, it may have looked different on, on TV, but yeah, man, uh, I, I feel like though they sent Pat McAfee out there afterwards to like slap the shit out of him. Like, Hey guys, give us some freaking juice here. What the hell is going on here? That was definitely a, let's wake the crowd up kind of moment for Pat McAfee there. That's a super chat from Shytown Spurs. Anyone finding a missed opportunity that Jade's first appearance on WWE programming was a short backstage segment on a BPLE pre-show. Did they air that in the arena, the Jade arrival? Yes, they did. They aired it in oh, the wow. arena. And here's the thing people got have to uh, remember, and they are why I think they're they're playing it right, slow playing this. The guys to the right of me immediately after like she showed up were like, who is that? And they were serious. They had no idea who Jade Cargill was because they don't watch AEW. And there are a large, there's a large portion of WWE's audience who have no clue who Jade Cargill is, have no idea what they have, what she has done in her career. So by them continuously putting out these social media posts and, and just sprinkling her in on television here or there, just to kind of Kind of like a little bit of bait, really, honestly. So, like, let okay, who is who is Jade Cargill? What has she done? I think it's a smart move on WWE's part to do it like this until she, as Triple H said in the post-media scrum, until she's ready to go out there in front of a live audience and, and start crushing it. So I, I think that was a smart play, honestly. Do you think they should have had her be front row for the show and done the front row camera gimmick instead of just a backstage arrival gimmick? Uh, probably. Yeah, I, I, 
part of me is wondering if they don't know where they want her to go. So like, that's it, what I got, Rick. I, I got it as they don't know what they, they want to do with her right now from all of that. Because I agree with both of y'all. They should have had her at least just sit in the crowd for the women's matchup. And then and then, and then then you can move her out. Just have her sit there for the women's matchup. Because it was like you literally brought her here for her to show up and talk to Triple H for two seconds. And that's it. Yeah, I was like, honestly, and I even like sent a, a message to USB3 kind of in jest. I was like, wait a minute here. Could they have Jade show up and take out Rhea and that would allow her old pal Cody to win the tag team titles? Could that be something that they do there? Uh, they decided not to do that, obviously. But yet, I, I don't think they've committed to what her first storyline or angle is going to be. So they didn't want to put her, you know, watching a SmackDown women's match or, or watching, you know, or getting involved with Rhea or, or anything like that. Because I just don't think they've decided what they where they want her to start. She still may show up in NXT. Who knows? I'll just wait until she shows up on NXT on Tuesday to oh, yeah. combat AEW. Yeah. Just wait. She's going to confront The Undertaker. Undertaker's <laughs> going to come up there. Jade's going to cut him off. She's just going to do great. this to The Undertaker. That's it. Not even words. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, Wise kind of kind of echoes you guys. Maybe they don't want to set expectations until they know exactly where they want her. And, and yeah, if you put her in the front row of the women's title match, then you're thinking, oh, she's going to be on SmackDown. Then if exactly. she's not on SmackDown, then it's like, well, why was she front row for that match if she's not going to be on that brand? I guess you can just say she's scouting everybody. Um, let's talk about this press. And there's no brand split. There's no brand split, man. Jay yeah. Uso quit. Should have got got traded to Raw, and he was on SmackDown this week. <laughs> I, they never the did way, the I trade Cody, compensation. I, no, they never. No, they still no. have no idea what the trade compensation. Can we fire this GM? Whoever's running the SmackDown GM, Fox. he's got no trade compensation. It's the back. same GM. It's Adam Pierce running both shows. <laughs> he's oh, leaving Adam himself voice messages. That's what he's on the <laughs> phone with. He's leaving himself voice messages like, yeah, yeah. SmackDown should get something. In, in at, at, at least Cody and Jay winning the tag titles kind of puts to bed any thought that it's going to be Cody that's being sent over to SmackDown, though, right? And now they're just both going to appear whenever they want on SmackDown. That's the trade. Yeah. Is that, oh, now you're both over here whenever you want. Terrible GMing by the SmackDown. This is why uh, they didn't get the rights renewal either. This is why it's going to USA. USA Network knows how to run a brand over here. SmackDown Fox clearly doesn't. Yep. Terrible. Uh, let's let's talk about this press conference. Rick, you've done plenty of these press conferences. I know it's always a, a juggle of in-character out of character yeah. type of thing. I like asking my, my media friends, like what is your kind of mindset going into the press conference? Um, yeah. So I sat, uh, it, it, it changes. Honestly, it, it varies by who's in the room, right? Like if I get, you go to like one of these big events, like WrestleMania, like, Oh, okay. I need to raise my hand early and often because there's like 40 people in that room and it's going to be hard to even get a question in. Um, and I gotta, I have to know what I have to have like nine or 10 questions deep. Cause chances are Sean Rossap and Nick Hausman and John Alba and all Denise Salcedo, we're all on the same mindset of who's going to be asking the same three big questions. And we all know what the Not important CM stuff Punk. is. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and, and so I sat down in the, that room on Saturday night and I'm like, Oh, I know like one person in here right now that has ever like actually been in a media scrum before. So I'm like, 
this is going to be interesting. And you could almost smell the inexperience uh, in the room uh, just sitting in there. And I'm like, like, not, not to say like, not to make it sound more important than it was, but I was like, I almost feel like I need to take this press conference over at a, at a certain point, you know, like early on. Uh, and honestly, that kind of is what ended up happening. There was a point where WWE literally just handed me the microphone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you asked you, it was the last question. It was going to be the last question, but then even you were like, I don't know if you want this to be <laughs> the last question. <laughs> You know, you asked about Edge, which was a, a very good question to to ask Triple H because I think that was on a lot of people's minds. I think uh, also on a lot of people's minds was like, what are we doing with NXT on Tuesday and loading this show up and everything? There was, there was plenty of questions to be asked, but the Edge question was something that we kind of needed an answer to and obviously a big topic with everything going on. I mean, you've done plenty of these and when... Okay, so you get like Cody and Jay. They are clearly up there. Cody had said it. They they had some libations. Look at Cody with his big words. They had some libations, libations before the and then the you have thing. the deadpan face. You have to <laughs> Jay. I don't know if he like actually answered any question. Um, but like when you're when you're asking them and you can see the mood that they are in, how do you have to change of like, yeah, I'm not gonna get like an actual like good answer out of these guys. Let me ask something a little bit more like fun and jokey and just try to get whatever I can out of it. Um, yeah, like I approach like my question was always gonna be the same for both of those guys. Uh, but I did have to kind of change change course real quick i like to set things up with a lot of context which is why i brought up nine years ago cody winning the tag team titles beating the usos and immediately jay cut me off like i was about to like take this as a negative spin and he's like well why are you bringing up old shit like why are you bringing up bullshit how old are you like what is this and that started the whole age debate and you saw like man you look like you're 45 and then when i actually asked a good question he was like shit now you look like you 21 and like it just kind of took off it just kind of took off from there so you could tell he was like yeah you asked a good question that's my bad like that's so it's like i'll have fun with him and and um and things like that but yeah it's i i'm more of a guy i don't like to be aggressive in the press conferences i like to sit back a little bit because I like to let the first question, unless it's somebody like right away where I want to set the tone, I like to see what the tone is going to be set for for that particular person. Are they going to answer questions in character? Are they going to answer questions as the person themselves? Because some like to stay in character, some don't. Uh, and I, I like to kind of like sit back and wait and and see how I, I need to attack what my question is going to be. It's a completely different animal than doing like an NFL press conference because you know, you kind of know what you're going to get. It's a box of chocolates with, with the WWE press conference. You don't know what you're going to get when you ask a question. So typically I like to see somebody else break the ice first and see how things are going to go. Uh, but yeah, I, I really wanted to get in there with that, that Cody question and, and ask him about Jay and ask Jay about winning the tag team titles for the first time without some, without Jay, Jimmy being there. I thought that was that was kind of a really cool thing last night. So they were great to, to deal with, though. I, I think everybody, I think the new rule should be two drink minimum uh, for these press conferences. Yes, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with it as well. That was the most entertaining WWE press conference I've ever seen. Let them, let them take a couple shots. Let them take an edible before they get up there and whatever you got to do. Uh, that was fantastic. All right, Rick. Well, I got to ask you a real question now. How yeah. old actually are you? 
I'm 35. I was honest oh. right off the bat. Yeah. I <laughs> no, if you're going to be in character, you know, lying about your age. No, here. no. Just don't <laughs> zoom in on the hairline because then you might think I am 45. Oh boy. But, you know. This is why I wear a hat all the time, too. <laughs> I don't want anybody seeing my giant forehead and, and hair out here. <laughs> SP3, you got anything for Rick before we have to, to wrap up here? Well, I just want to say it on, on air. I said it on, on Twitter, but you were the MVP as far as that side, the the the, the side of the off-camera. You. you were the MVP. You really asked some great questions throughout the night, especially the, the edge question, and you made, made me very proud to call you one of my tag team partners, sir. I, I appreciate that. And, yeah, I know, like, Seriously, this was something that was like eating at me all day yesterday. Even even with I appreciate all the love that I got on Twitter. Like really. That was more than I I deserved. Like I was I was literally just doing my job. But like that edge question as great of a response as I got from Triple H. Like when no one asked about CM Punk, I'm like, "Damn it, did I make the wrong call on that?" Cuz I was literally deciding which question I was going to ask while I was talking to him. Like I started I I did not know which one I was going to choose until the last split second when I said, I'm trying to think exactly what I said. It was like one guy who's not going to be a part of the future. Like that's when I, I made my decision to ask about edge. I just felt like it was more timely since he had actually made a debut talked about, you know, not why, why the separation with the company, you know, happened. And I was like, I, I just feel like that's the way to go. I'll leave the low hanging fruit for somebody else to pick up. And uh, nobody else picked it up. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm, I had one question that I could ask out of like nine that I wanted to ask him. Like in all honesty, the one I really wanted to ask him was going back to what he said about Shinsuke Nakamura, where he said, uh, this is the Shinsuke Nakamura I've been waiting years to see in WWE. I really just wanted to go, well, motherfucker, what took so long? Like, that's really <laughs> what I wanted to ask. <laughs> but I decided to go with Vince. Vince is what took so long, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But like... <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. Like, what took so long? That's what I wanted to ask him. But I just felt the edge question was the one right there. And, hey, look, guys, don't worry. There are going to be plenty more options for people to ask about CM Punk. But uh, Nick Hausman's presence was definitely uh, missed in this in this press conference, for I sure. I feel like every, everyone's just got to let that go go to Nick. Like, no, yeah. that that's yeah. his territory. No one else can actually <laughs> ask that. It's got to be Nick's question. So I He might as well just be the CM Punk beat reporter at this point. Yeah. I want, I, mean, I want Nick to go to press conference with CM Punk's diary and, like, ask questions <laughs> from it. Like, on, on January 22nd, 2014, <laughs> CM Punk said this. <laughs> what do you think? Like, I want, I know he got the diary. Nick, if you're watching, I know you got the diary. I know you got all the stories. And that's why you're leaking them out very strategically. I respect you, sir. I, I know he's got way more than that sitting at home, <laughs> uh, to be completely honest with you. I'll tell you guys that story off air. <laughs> Rick, I know you got to go. You have more important things to do than, than this show. Let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, yeah, one-stop shop at Rick Uccino, as it's spelled on the screen, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O, for those who may be – is this on a podcast? I don't even know. That's just – me be rolling into the what I, my normal shtick but uh, it's audio and video okay good so yeah. if you if you're listening on the audio r-i-c-k-u-c-c-h-i-n-o that's my work for cage side seats uh for believe in pro wrestling which i believe sp3 and i are going to be on wednesday night this week after uh uh title tuesday and um you know nxt wrestlemania uh tomorrow night 
<laughs> and uh, all the other work that I do covering the Bengals and the Reds and Cincinnati news and all that stuff. So just follow me on, on Twitter or the X or threads or all that stuff under the same handle. And uh, yeah, I'm also working on a cookbook now. So you're going to see some food porn from time to time. So there you go. Very nice. Is Renee, are you, are you doing this with Renee? All those I wish mail people. Oh, okay. I wish I'd love to. <laughs> I, I, I emailed her asking for some advice. I, I haven't, I haven't got a response back yet, but hopefully, you know, fingers oh, crossed. Imagine a, a Bengals cookbook with Rick and Renee. <laughs> Rick and Renee. That Look sounds like a morning show. I'll put it out there. I'll put it Dude, out there. You have, you just laid out my pipe dream for uh, <laughs> WLW in Cincinnati. I want Rick and Renee in the morning. Like I'm trying to manifest that one day when her <laughs> AEW career is wound up. <laughs> uh rick we appreciate it before you go can you give us a yeet yeet yeah there we go thank you rick <laughs> yep take care guys thanks Later, buddy brother.